Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Soapbox Society. I'm your host, Bonner, James Bonner. <laughs> and today is the first podcast of my website, of your new community. And what I'm going to share with you, the title that we're going to discuss today is from some research that I've done over the many years uh, that I've been in the leadership business, 24 years in the United States Army, senior levels, executive levels. Uh, I just want to share a few things with you. And uh, you can listen to these as you go to your work. You can do it on your break. I'm not going to make it too long, but hopefully it's interesting enough for you that you'll want to continue to listen because there are going to be some good points in here. Okay, so the title is copy these five communication skills from top leaders. All right. So the first question is, do you struggle with communicating effectively? So everybody knows or most people know that communication is a key part of success. It works in almost every aspect of our life. Now, we're not going to really get into neurolinguistic programming and uh, how to do these more effectively necessarily right now, because this is the first one. We're seeing what are the five levels, and that's what I want to share with you today. Uh, so the top leaders, if you've been in any type of leadership position or you're going to be, you have to practice it. Master the skills that enable them to communicate so well. So that's what they're doing. Uh, but fortunately, you can learn these skills, too. So I want you to follow these strategies to practice essential communication skills. The first one I want to discuss is learn to listen. Did you hear me? Learn to listen. All top leaders know that listening is a crucial part of communication. You have to learn to love listening and engage in the stories of others. People can tell if you're not listening to them. So you really have to pay attention during the conversation instead of being distracted by your phone or other device. And this could be so easy, but every time you do that to a person, you get distracted, a phone rings, you pick it up uh, and you keep looking at your computer or whatever. Get rid of those distractions. It's really going to help the other person see that you are listening to them. You need to have one conversation at a time. One of the most um, irritating things for me and for a lot of people out there is when I'm having a conversation with someone and somebody else comes up and interrupts the conversation and the person that I'm talking to turns around to that person to start having a conversation. I've learned through business and doing all the things in, in my life that when somebody does that, that means that I'm not important to them. So I just gently walk away. And if they say, hey, James, where are you going? I said, well, obviously that conversation was more important than what we were discussing, right? Some people want to be the, the star of the, the environment. They want to be the, the person that everybody's coming to, to talk and all that kind of stuff. And that's okay, but I don't want to be a part of it. If we're not going to have our conversation, then we can go to our separate ways. So make sure that you're giving that person the, the respect of the conversation that you're currently in. Practice retelling the person's story in your mind and you'll get better at listening because everyone wants to be heard. Others will notice that you're listening to them and will go away from your conversation thinking, man, what a great communicator you are. When all you really did was listen. That was number one. Number two, avoid slang and informalities. It's normal to use slang and other types of information, but you have to know your audience. 
if you're using slang. And when I say slang, uh, being in the military so many years, there's a lot of jargon that we use that maybe to a civilian or to another branch of service would not understand. So you have to make sure that you're speaking in ways that it's going to make sense for the person that you're talking to so they don't have to kind of pretend that they know what you're talking about because they're going to there's going to be some loss in communication because the translation from what you're saying to what they're hearing doesn't really make a lot of sense and they just kind of walk away and they they kind of think you know what every single time I talk to that person I'm probably going to go through the same thing so you may see them start avoiding conversations with you at least on a long term so kind of keep that into your mind too if you have a lot of jargon with your particular uh, if you're a roofer if you're a plumber or electrician or mechanic or whatever keep the terms simple keep them to where people can understand exactly what's going on all right so that's knowing who you are so avoid that slang and avoid the informalities and you'll have a more comfortable for the person that you're having a conversation with uh, they will understand you a little bit better. Okay. Focus on being brief. I'm going to touch on this one just for a minute because a lot of people understand that if you're a business person or you're in charge, or you just don't have a lot of time to have the long drawn out conversations that you may be used to when you're with your family or friends. But when you're at work and you're trying to get things done, you're, you have, you know, 20, 30, a hundred thousand people working for you, you don't have that much time. So you need to be brief and to get in and get out. So practice being brief and just getting your point across with fewer words and less time. Okay. People will appreciate that. You may appreciate that. Even if you only have one person working for you, you know, time is precious when it relates to business and trying to get to the next level in your corporation, your company, your LLC, whatever it may be. So people appreciate the brief conversations and they'll respect if you don't go on those tangents. Now I'll share a quick story with you. I had a soldier uh, in Georgia and this soldier was known for talking, 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 and would not, there were no periods. I didn't have the ability to sit there and listen to her hour and a half of communication because I had stuff to do. So what I told the individual to do is like, hey, look, go over there, take about five to 7,000 words, get them out of your system and then come talk to me. That way I knew it was gonna be brief and to the point and I was gonna get some things done that day. All right, so if you're still providing enough information while you talk, make sure that you're still not too vague. I'm going over there. Okay, well, where's over there? What time are you going? I kind of stick to the who, what, when, why, where, how uh, mentality because that answers all the questions. It's a, it's a bluff. That's what I call it. Bottom line up front. Just give me the gist of the information that you're trying to give to me. Uh, I also recommend that into your emails. Just put the bluff in the subject line of what you want. Papers need to be signed by the close of business today, the such and such day of this month of this year, right? Uh, that way, the person who's reading it, who's got 150 emails in their inbox can get to those emails and see yours maybe as a priority. Uh, it's going to take time. So you just need to practice. Practice being brief and practice often. 
the next time you have a conversation, just try to get into your, your point across with less talking. Try to summarize the important parts and focus on them while you talk. Number four, pay attention to others' emotions. So when you talk, you, you want to take notes of how the other person is reacting, not actual notes on a piece of paper, but taking notes of what you see, right? This has a lot to do with neuro-linguistic programming. You do it subconsciously, but to put it into simple terms, what we're going to discuss today, uh, your words are powerful. You know what else is powerful? Your nonverbal communication is very powerful. We'll get into statistics and numbers and percentages a little bit later, uh, but it words are powerful and the communication can affect people in many different ways. If you want to get better at people's emotions and kind of looking at them and saying, okay, this is what I see. And then you just react to it. You don't, there's people out there who tell you, well, I, I can see based on the way you're looking in the direction you're looking, you are possibly telling a lie. Um, looking at your legs crossing or your arms crossing, I see that you're uncomfortable or you are blocking me. No, that's not what that's for. You internalize it. You adjust your conversation to make the conversation better so the person can open up to you. And we'll look more into that in other podcasts. But for now, uh, just something to keep in mind. So show the sympathy or empathy when it's appropriate during the conversation. Make sure you know the difference. Because showing sympathy to the wrong type of person can cause them to get upset because they don't want you to sympathize. They just want you to understand where they're coming from. So know the difference between sympathy and empathy and how to use it. We'll get into more of those later. These are just the tips to get you into the five communication styles. Okay. Uh, look at things from the other person's point of view. This is very powerful. Looking at things from the other person's point of view point of do. Wow. Did I say point of do? I did not mean point of do point of view without the criticism or judgment. So a good technique that uh, sometimes use is, okay, so if you put the shoe on the other foot, how would you handle the situation? If you were the boss, how would you take care of this situation, whether it's punishment or promotion or whatever the case may be, right? And then the fifth and final one is be charismatic. Communication is easier for people who have charisma. If you don't have charisma, you can learn this skill. It just takes a little bit of effort and a lot of effort for some. Uh, one of the, the most important aspects of, the, of charisma is confidence. A lot of people get into their mind, and you may have heard this recently on some of the social media. Uh, if you have anxiety, the anxi anxiety is exactly the same as excited. Anxiety, excited. You just change your mindset. And we're going to get more into that as well, but I just want to kind of drop that right there. So confidence is key. Uh, I help a lot of individuals who I've talked to over the many years and uh, probably thousands of students that I've helped become better public speakers, grow in their leadership. And it's stuff that I've been taught. It's stuff that I've studied. It's helped. You have to do your homework. So this is the first step. What you're doing now is listening to some of these examples of how to be a better communicator. OK, confident communicators know their value and their worth. That's why when we're talking about time. 
Time is so important. I understand how valuable time is to me. You need to know how much time is valuable to you and what it's worth for you. If you waste time somewhere else, are you losing money? Are you losing an opportunity to accomplish another task? But they are all need to be respectful to others. Be respectful of their time. Be respectful of their value and the worth that they bring to your company and to your organization. All right. Another facet of charisma is optimism. And it's also a big part of communication. Even if you're having difficult conversation, focus on something positive. I had a, a, a waiter one time and he looked a little upset, looked like he was having a bad day. And I said, hey, how's everything going? He's like, do you really want to know? I said, absolutely. I love to hear what's going on in people's lives because maybe I can drop a little bit of knowledge. Anyway, he says, all these things are going wrong. Uh, he got a flat tire. He did. He just had a lot of things going wrong in his life. So I said, hey, now that you told me everything that's going wrong in your life, tell me one thing that is going well in your life. And he's just thought about it. He was never asked that type of question. So when he thought about it, I could see, you know, his eyes are moving and he's trying to come up with an answer. And it was a wonderful thing. He said, you know what? I'm alive. I had a flat tire, but at least I have a car. At least I had a spare tire. You know, so thinking of things in a positive light. Think about how positive things can be. Once you find the positive, remember, we talked about the silver lining earlier in the podcast. All right. And the top leaders, you know, they're good at finding that silver lining, just like we we're talking about. Look for the positive. It's not going to hurt. Just try to look for the positive. Even if you you just always have a doomsday, everything is so bad. Everything is so this is the worst it could be. And some people look for attention. They want attention because they want people to show empathy or sympathy, the things that we were looking at before. They want that, but it doesn't necessarily mean they need that. So if you're one of those people in your organization, in your life, try to find, just sit there for a second, stop talking and find something positive in your situation or in your life. Okay. Uh, and then also the top leaders, you know, they focus on innovation and new ideas that that give people a spark. People want to be around people who give them a spark, that energy, that, that, wow, this person is great at what they do. And that's what we, you know, that's the ultimate goal for a lot of people is to be that spark in their organization. So if you're not, you're on the right path. Hopefully I'm giving you some information that is definitely going to be there for you. Uh, so as you learn more to communicate and more effectively with the tips and stuff that you're going to learn on this podcast, I hope you stay with me. I hope that you feel that there's some value in what I'm talking about. We're going to continue to push on. If you're not a member yet, go ahead and look at the membership. Try it out for a month. It's a seven day free trial. If you don't like it, then you don't have to stay. But this channel is going to grow and it's going to be a wonderful place and a wonderful community for people who are looking to grow in these type of skills and a lot more, including health and wellness, uh, public speaking, things like that. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to have some experts come to the to the channel that's going to show us 
uh, from their perspective and from their experience. And it's going to be a great time. It's going to be well worth the time that you're going to be there. I'm putting a lot of effort into it for you all. This is the very first podcast. I hope you enjoy it. My name is Bonner, James Bonner. Thank you for visiting today's podcast on Soapbox Society. Talk to you soon.